Welcome to In Your Area. This episode features two leaders in our industry sharing their take on statistics and how they fit into the world of real estate. First, we have Anne-Marie Lurie, Area Chief Economist, speaking about how stats can be beneficial to the everyday realtor when talking with clients or potential clients. Anne-Marie breaks down the available statistics in the new online area stats tool and how best to use the information. Then, Lindsay Smith, co-owner and manager of operations and realtor development for CIR Realty, reveals how he uses statistics to support his team and how they, in turn, use those stats to support their clients. We hope you enjoy. Hi, this is Anne-Marie, Lurie Chief Economist at Area. I'm here today to talk a bit about this new tool that we've created for our members. Um, and this is located on our website. So we've actually been in the process of rebuilding some of the stats that we provide to our members. And this is really, to me, a first step in what we're doing. So using stats in your business can really aid in helping you add credibility to your argument. I mean, I think with housing, oftentimes people all have an opinion because they own a home. They all have an opinion on what the market is doing, how it's um, what it should be doing and what they think is going to happen. So. The whole point of having that stats is really to help you either support what your clients are thinking or or really adding that credibility to your argument saying, well, this is what is actually happening and these numbers are supporting that. So that's really the purpose of using some of these stats in your day-to-day -day business. If you go onto the website, we have a specific dedicated housing stats section. Within there, um, there's a whole bunch of boxes that you can kind of go into and play. So, so what is this to do? Well, I mean, first of all, it's there for your members to help you get a general understanding of the market. I mean, it is not the detailed work and that's really something that we'll be looking at in the future, but this is a starting point to give you just an overall sort of aspect of what trends are doing in the market. This dashboard was really created as a way to replace that static PDF sort of monthly report with something that is much more user-friendly and ability to do more customization work. So that's really where this idea sort of came out with, you know, trying to move away from that static sort of PDF report into something that is a tool that you guys can use directly for, based on your needs. The first part of the website that you'll see, there's an insight section. Well, that's a place where we're actually putting some of our analysis and our write-up. And this is a place where you can go back, look at the historical reports that are created, as well as what you know we're doing every month. And right now we are on a system where the new stats are released on the sixth day of every month, in the exception of if it's on a weekend, then it'll be on the following business day. So those are updated regularly now um, with a consistent timing. The next thing to note is that there's also in this dashboard. So this is more of an interactive tool. And it's a way that um, you, know, you can kind of choose what you're looking for. Um, so what we've done is we've developed some basic sort of um, analysis that we think is fairly useful. So we start off, um, you can go into the provincial report. So this is just a look at Alberta as a whole, and it really has specific data with um, regards to things like sales, new listings, inventory, months of inventory, sales to new listings ratio, average prices. So why were some of these things chosen? Well, these are some of the key indicators that we look at to determine what is the current health and the current state of the housing market. So sales is really a good representation of what is the demand in the market. Um, so that is something that is included in almost every section of this uh, interactive tool. Now, the next thing that we look at is things like new listings and inventory. So I'm always curious to see 
how much sales are there relative to how much supply? That's what I'm really after because it'll give us a good indication of how prices are trending. And really when it comes to your clients, um, that's probably one of the most things that they're looking for is where are prices going? That's the number one thing that they'll be concerned about. So in the provincial report, these are the overall trends and you'll see that we've kind of laid out um, some key graphs that we tend to look at um, and that's, you know, again, they're based off of, you know, you can be monthly data, you can actually change it. It can look at it on a quarterly basis or an annual basis. Um, you can also change the time frame. So maybe you're not so interested in looking at the full history. Maybe you just want to look at what's happened really since the last recession or understand different periods of time. Maybe your client bought in 2014 and they're trying to sell today. So you might not be interested in activity that happened in 2005. So what we've done in this tool is given you that ability to change the year so that you can start looking at the data when you find it necessary um, and what's important to you. So that's, that's something that we've done in there as well as that ability to compare different types of time series. So we have some static graphs in here that are based off of um, again, looking at average price, average price trends. Now, um, you know, sometimes the questions is, why don't we use median? Why don't we use an alternative for pricing? Um, part of it is just what data is currently available. Just like a lot of the trended data that you see. So that's a way to try and get, um, take out some of the noise that you get in some of the data. So we put that trended data in there. Um, now, there's better measures for trended data and we'll be working on that. So that's things that we continue to look at as um, ways to improve. So this tools really is a starting position. The regional report section, so if you go through the dashboard, the next section is the regional report. This is set up very similar to the provincial, except for it's giving you that detailed information by your region. So you can just simply click on the map, take a look at um, you know, your specific region and the data will automatically adjust. Now, one thing that's in there as well, um, you know, there is some of those monthly sort of trended data information, but then there's also those year-over-year -year comparisons. So we're often asked, well, why do we why do we look at June's activity relative to you know last year? Well, in part, that's because we want we have seasonal factors in our data. So if you'll see, there's one graph on that page on the the bottom left-hand side that will show you compared to the previous years. Um, so that gives us a good sense of really how are we relative to longer term trends for that specific month. So it takes out some of the seasonal factors and you can adjust that on a monthly basis. You can look at it quarterly, year to date or annual. So um, I find that very useful when we're looking at measures like sales, um, because sales, you, you know, you do generally want, especially in smaller areas, you want to have more information in there. So. The year-to-date sales will give you a good indication of how we're performing compared to last year over the same time frame. And it gives us a better sense over what is normal or what's typical in our market. That's why you see that one line that goes across that graph that shows you a longer-term average because it, it shows us what have we really been doing traditionally over that time frame. So that's why some of those graphs were picked. So the region report will also have analysis right in the report for each of those regions. Now again, you can get this through the insights tab if you want it all in one place, or maybe you're just concerned about your specific area. Well, that analysis will be there on a monthly basis in that specific sort of regional report in that text box. And there is actually a way to print this to a PDF or put it in a presentation form 
so that you can again use this for information with your clients or just understanding general trends. Other sections that we've also created in this are things as well as like there's a data, a data section where you can actually go in and pick and choose different dates um, to try and get sort of um, those percent changes over different time frames. Now again, this data explorer section was created with the thought of the ability for you guys to pick and choose based off of your needs. Um, this is what this whole tool was essentially developed as. Um, so in that section, you can actually go and pick a certain starting date and see how potentially prices or sales have changed. So for instance, um, oftentimes that there might be members that say, well, that's nice that the year over year price has gone down, but I didn't buy my house last year. I'm more concerned about what happened when I purchased my, my house and how prices have moved since I purchased. So you can quickly go into the data explorer and say, okay, if you've had a client that's purchased a home in, let's say, 2010, well, you can look at that time frame in 2010 and compare to how prices have moved today. So it's a way to look at it over a different time frame because oftentimes it's not a year-over-year price change that you're often interested in. You're looking for it based off of when your client purchases home and what market that they're selling it into. So it can give you perspective over that specific time frame. Other sections that are included, we also have a graphing section. Now this is some standard graphs that we've sort of picked through in terms of you know what graphs that I tend to look at. Um, some of them include the months of inventory with the trend. Again, months of inventory to me is a really important measure because it tells us how much um, is the market in balance? Is it oversupplied? Is it undersupplied? Because when we tend to see that the market is oversupplied, which we've really seen for many years now, um, for some time, it look, look, the impact is on pricing. So we see prices started to, to trend down when you have that. So that's some of the graphs that we've included in there. We've also included a look at just the average prices along with the year-over-year -year changes and graphing them together. This is, there's other, some other key indicators that are in there. Now, some of the questions that we can receive is, well, why aren't certain indicators included? And this is, so, you know, some of the ones that I know our members like are things like days on market, um, other types of things like sales by price range. Um, activity by price range. All of them are good indicators that you guys can use. Some of this is just because there's going to be the almost a stage two of this. So this is the first stage where it's available both to the public and to members. And, you know, we view this as, you know, that first step with the intention that once as we have um, all the data in one system with the one MLS um, that will be coming, we can actually broaden the scope of what's information is available. I mean, right now we look at just all activity. We do not, uh, you know, kind of separate it for things like detached or apartment or attached. And that's something that I'd like to see coming. These are things that are still in development. And um, I encourage all of you that if you have anything that you would like to see or ways that you would improve on upon the current tool, please let us know. Um, this is built for, for you to use. Um, other sections in there, um, we also have the regional comparison. Now this section is really an opportunity for you to do, so, so maybe you're, you're looking at it in the lens of, well, how is Lethbridge relative to Medicine Hat? How are my prices different? Is there different trends in different parts of the city? Because oftentimes we say, well, provincially, this is happening, but it might not be the same in your region. So it might be a quick way for you to show well, while prices might be coming down in Calgary per se, 
they might not be coming down as much in other market areas. And it does give you that reference point as a quick way to compare. Or maybe you're not concerned at all about what's happening in Calgary and Edmonton and you're more concerned about your regional locations and how they compare to other smaller areas. So maybe you do want to compare Lethbridge to Medicine Hat or Grand Prairie versus Fort McMurray. This is a way that you can go into this tool and select some of those specific regions and just see what's happening in comparison to each other. Right, so it's another way just to look at things in a slightly different angle with it all together. Um, that is really most of the tools that are available through the dashboard. I think we've covered off all of them. So you have the Graph Explorer, um, the Data Explorer, where you can go in, change your dates to get specific data, as well as you know the, the graphing components in the regional and then the provincial and the regional areas where you can see there is specific analysis for the regions. So with that being said, you know that really kind of covers a broad overview of this dashboard and what's available in it. Now, we always look to, like I said before, we're always looking to see for feedback information because it is a tool built for you. So let's see how we can change it as we move forward. You know, and I, I do always take suggestions from all of this stuff. And, and this, again, keep in mind, this is a first step into what we view as a broader sort of analysis and, and data availability for your regions. So if you have any questions or want to provide feedback, I encourage you to give us a call. You can reach us at 403-228-6845, or you can always send us an email at communications at albertarealtor.ca. We'd be happy to take back any information you want. Um, one thing I'm also offering to many of your boards in your local areas is give us a call if you want me to come out to the region. I'm happy to do an in-person sort of stats training with you on not just how to use the tool, but why we're choosing some of the stats that we're choosing and how I'm looking at it from my lens, which might be a little different than how you're using data from a, on a day-to-day -day basis. But please feel free to contact us if we want. If you're looking for some more detailed information, you want it in person, um, I suggest you contact your local board and we can go from there. Thank you. Thank you, Anne-Marie. Over to you, Lindsay. So thinking about stats in real estate, there's few things that you really want to be considerate of and, and, and thinking about as it applies to your own real estate business and for brokers out there as well, how you can use this better with your agents, provide them better resources and tools. And um, obviously for agents, how you can use this to grow your business, but really just provide your clients a better service overall. The importance of stats overall, I think is that really the number one question people ask in real estate is how's the market? People want to know what their largest investment is doing, whether this is just for general conversation or not, they might have a need. But people ask this question because uh, they're genuinely curious. Obviously, they have a ton of money tied up into there and uh, you know, people want to improve their lives and, and housing is something that's so important about that. So stats really acts like the pulse of the body. It tells us what's happening out there in the real estate market. If you were to take the heartbeat of real estate, the only way that you can really tell what's happening out there is by looking at the stats. And as we're going to talk about, you can't just look at real estate stats alone. When we look at the numbers that Anne-Marie Lurie looks at, when she does her analysis, it's employment numbers, it's commodity prices, and all of these things couple into a big package that tell an overall picture of the health of the market overall. 
when you're a broker and you're looking at stats that your agents can use, remember to look beyond real estate. So when we talk about commodity prices, obviously the price of oil, uh, specifically Canadian select price, um, unemployment rate, vacancy numbers. So look at those, but then obviously uh, make sure that you are looking at uh, the housing data as well. And as a broker, your key point here is to make sure the stats are easy to understand for your agents. Your agents are not economists, at least not all of them. Some of them might have got um, economics degrees, but they're not economists. So they need to be able to understand how to interpret this information and communicate it clearly to their clients. So the first thing is, is whatever stats you're going to give them, um, I recommend setting up if you're going to print something off or create a dashboard of some types or even a monthly printout of the stats, and obviously your uh, local boards will have statistics they put out. But if you're going to do your own, make them easy to understand. Less is more. Think about what important numbers tell the important stories, and those are the ones that you use. Also, people don't typically want to look at a spreadsheet with a bunch of numbers on them. So make sure that you create something that is visually appealing. I, I love the concept of infographics. I think that they um, tell, tell, almost tell a visual story. And you can even see where chronologically from top to bottom, you can tell a story about where you want the reader to look through them. And you can paint the picture that you want to see, whether that be on a, on a macro level where you're looking at uh, the entire board or, or province, depending on where you operate, or you're going down to micro levels of uh, certain communities or even uh, product types within communities. So you can um, do that as well and, and break it out. Also, make sure you give your agents the verbiage. What should they be telling their clients? I know that internally we did a piece a little while ago where our broker put out a piece talking about the marketplace. And one of the things that was interesting about that is that we were always giving bad news to our clients. So having a letter come from the broker talking about how depressed the market was and the struggles that Alberta was going to made price reductions and easier conversations because it came from this higher power versus having it where the agent had to be the bearer of bad news. They could sort of delegate responsibility there. Um, uh, internally, uh, we use stats. Uh, we create all those things, the visual appealing stuff. We talk about our Monday meetings where we give them the verbiage. Um, those are just streamed live and we post up follow-up videos. They're separated with just the stats segments. We do have a dashboard on our virtual office that we keep up to date. So whoever you're using for your providers on that, see if they can have some statistics that are relevant on there. And we also give our agents social media ready designs weekly uh, that are beautifully designed and then also monthly summaries that they can share out and make it almost turnkey uh, for our agents to use. And that way, they, have, they don't need to think about it. They can just share this and then it starts the discussion. And we've also taken the time to decide which stats are, are meaningful. And then obviously through your MLS providers, Matrix or um, Realty Server or whoever you're, you, you use on that. So, so obviously you can pull uh, unique stats for different segments that you want to uh, pull out on that. Um, how agents use stats to support clients varies greatly, but... Um, Obviously, the, the, the first key with this is you want to make sure that you have a good grasp on stats to 
provide the pricing knowledge to your clients, be it a buyer or a seller. Is your seller listing it properly at the right price? Are you listing into a declining market? Are you listing into an accelerating market where you could be a bit more aggressive? You can tell those stories through our absorption rates, changes in absorption rates, um, months of inventory. You're able to decide which direction the market is going. Um, obviously, numbers of sales this month compared to last month and this time last year and compared to averages as well. So that gives you a better idea of pricing. And on the buying side for formulating offers, you can know exactly what to obviously ask and or uh, offer when your buyer is buying it. And you're able to decide whether they should um, ask for a bit more off. And I know that in today's marketplace, we see that more often, people trying to get a bit of a better discount, but at least with some statistics, you can provide the other real realtor and um, educate them about why you're coming in, where you're coming in. Also, from an agent's perspective, when someone asks you how's the market, they're judging you as to the quality of your response. So if you can provide this in a clear fashion, you're not putting them to sleep with 100 data points. You're able to talk about it in a concise, meaningful way with the, the information that matters. Then people are going to be much more likely to consider using you for their services. And they might even heard something different where you've brought it together in a very clear package. Maybe you just spent you know 30 seconds going through it. You don't need to provide a dissertation to these people. But answering that question is going to, if they do have a need, it's going to provide that level of trust. Uh, for your services that they would consider using you. Also, for your sphere of influence overall, statistics and understanding the statistics uh, just make you the trusted source of real estate information. Your clients don't need to go to, you know, we're doing this for area right now, but theoretically, if you were providing them all the information, they would need to go to area's website or to the board's website to try to find this information because you're able to take these tools, interpret them, and you're able to go out there and use it with your clients right away. And you're interpreting on social media and you're the one that's able to, um, I was going to say, come to a dinner party. That's probably not the most exciting topic of conversation at the dinner party. Have you guys seen the recent absorption rate in Alberta? Wow. Um, so you might want to skip that aspect of it. But when you can, uh, when you are the trusted source of real estate information in the monthly emails, shared on social media, then people know that you're just the one stop and they go to you. They don't go to um, external sources. And that way um, you become everything real estate to them and obviously for their future transactions. Also, when you share statistics and interesting things happens that on your timeline and your, your profile, people then know you're still in the real estate business. I see realtors talking about their hobbies and I see realtors selling other products sometimes. And, and I was heard this funny statement and that was that if you were convicted or sorry, if you were accused of being a realtor, would there be enough evidence to convict you in the court of law? And it's funny because we have these secret agents who say, well, I don't want to post any of that stuff up on my personal page. I don't want to do any of that. But if you're just posting up meaningful information and stats that are visually appealing, um, interesting to look at, then even if that's just once a week or once a month, then people are like, ah, you know, that person is still in the business. There's someone that I can trust. And they're thinking about it. So, um, you know, they are, they are the expert in there. And don't also be afraid to formulate opinion about it. You can take a bunch of economists who make a prediction and often they're wrong too. So just take peace in knowing that uh, no one knows for sure, but uh, don't be afraid to share that out there. And also the last piece of, uh, you know, using stats to support clients is 
statistics are a little bit like a publicly traded company, and that is that all their financials are available online. You can look up any publicly traded company, see all their balance sheets, their income statements, cash flow statements, and you can get a great picture of the, the health of the company. So if that's all available, why do people still go to investment advisors? And the reality is there's just too much information to interpret in a meaningful fashion. Plus, we even have stats that we post up on our virtual office, and our agents don't know whether the current months of inventory or the absorption rate or uh, the number of sales, is that good? Is that bad? Is that How is that relative to the past? How is that relative to the number of homes in my market? Like you, you need to be the interpreter of the data, and people will come to you for that. Just because the stats are made publicly available doesn't mean that people will be able to interpret that into a meaningful, helpful way. So you need to be the expert as that. You need to be the one that guides the guides the ship home. As for stories that we have heard and, and had firsthand experience with in terms of using stats, I'll, I'll share one study. There's a, a company, this is a company out of the U.S., uh, but it, it we, we need to do it locally here because I guarantee it's the same. But they looked at the last 300 of their real estate transactions. So they took the last 300 real estate transactions and they tracked the source of that transaction and they realized that 90%, 90% of the transactions came as the result of a recent interaction that realtor had with them. So they sent out a newsletter. They they posted up something on social media. They ran into that person in the grocery store. And I guarantee the question that they asked was, how's the market? And all of these things. So statistics are a reason to stay in touch with people in a relevant way. And it gives you a reason to send out that piece of information. And if 90% of transactions came as a result of a recent interaction, when's the last time you interacted with your clients? Use the stats, cipher them down as simple information, and send it out. Also, when people are talking to builders, I call these strategic alliances. You have builders, banks, relocation companies, things like that. These are larger institutions that can provide you with a ton of business. One of the most important things to keep them up to speed with is, do you think builders are interested, since they have new home inventory, are they interested in knowing what the resale inventory is doing? And we've had agents that have met with the sales managers, met with the people, and once a month just kept in touch with them using statistics. And as a result, they became the trusted advisor. So when it came time to handle their uh, their resale business, their, their guaranteed sale business from the standpoint of when buyers bought a home, then they were helping them sell their home home, um, listing their spec homes, all the things like that, um, this realtor rose to the top. These builders aren't sending out requests for proposal, asking realtors to submit bids on their business. These builders just go with the people they have their relationships with and those people that they trust. And statistics um, have been a great tool. And we've seen realtors firsthand to do that or firsthand use those stats to uh, preserve those relationships and grow them over the long term. And the last thing I'll speak to that in terms of real life stories is we have two or three realtors now who have become go-tos in the media because they share their stats, they talk to people about it, and now they've gotten media exposure on, on 660 News or Global, and they've been on TV, and they're interviewed as experts in their area. And I can't think of a better testimonial or a better credibility source than having a, a news outlet look to you to be the expert. And if you're the one that's able to provide that information, then your clients are, are super, super lucky um, because now the you, know, you have a, a whole marketplace uh, relying on you for expert data. So in my opinion, statistics are a critical piece of your real estate business. 
Don't be scared of them. Take a little bit of time. Listen to people like Anne-Marie Lurie. Uh, put it into your own words and brokers out there. Make it super easy for your agents to understand. Help them with the verbiage. Help them understand how to interpret the data. Filter down the data into a key into a, a few key critical points that clients can understand. Work on your pitch on how's the market, and you're going to notice a noticeable uptick in your real estate business. Thank you guys so much, and hopefully you got a few takeaways. We hope to see you the next time we are in your area.